My mind wandered as I drove around the back of the eerie trucking company. One lone dusk-to-dawn light cast a creepy glow over the back of the building. A trailer without a cab filled one of the docking stations. The only other available ones were too high for my van. I needed to back in and be able to open the back doors of the van to unload the floor cleaner. But the only suitable one for my van was occupied by a dark green Buick Century. Great. Now what? For a brief moment, lights flashed by and I caught a glimpse of someone inside the Buick. The occupants looked like they were making out. A little late-night rendezvous. Your fun is about to end, I mumbled to myself. Next time, you'll find a better place to park. I left the van running and hopped out of the driver's seat with a flashlight in hand. As much as I dreaded this, if I didn't ask them to move their vehicle, I'd never get done tonight. Certainly not early enough to get a couple hours of shut-eye before I had to be back into the office. I flashed the light in the vehicle and quickly pointed it away. Fantastic! The guy apparently had focused his attention lower than his date's lips. I was afraid to look. Didn't want to see more than I should. Probably more than he should either. I turned my head away as I wrapped my knuckles on the window. Hey, guys, I hate to ask, but could you move your vehicle? I need to back up to the dock. When the car window didn't roll down and he didn't start the vehicle, my breathing grew shallow. I peeked. He continued to lean over the woman beside him. Persistent. I'll give him that much. I flashed my light on them again. They didn't move. My heart started to pound, enough to remind me it was still beating. I had the sinking feeling theirs might have stopped. I reached for the handle and began to open the door when red and blue lights flickered. I jumped, dropped my flashlight, and slammed the car door. A spotlight focused on me and the century. Wow! Police in this town were quick! I didn't even have a chance to think of dialing 911 before they showed up. I started toward the squad car. I was just about to call you! With superhero speed, both cops exited their vehicles. Guns drawn, pointed at me. Stop where you are and put your hands on your head! My hands flew up in the air as my heart beat out of my chest. I'm not the bad guy! I couldn't blink, afraid what might happen if I closed my eyes for a moment. Where's the weapon? The officer asked in a deep and commanding voice. A shiver ran up my spine. I don't have a weapon! I screeched. I squinted at his name tag. Officer Johnson reached me first. He holstered his weapon. His partner's revolver still pointed at me the whole time. Johnson flung me against the hood of the sentry. Put your hands on the vehicle and spread your legs. I gasped. Look, officers, I didn't do it. I glanced over my shoulder toward the trigger-happy officer as Johnson patted me down. I jumped when he reached my legs. Don't you think you should at least offer me dinner before you get so frisky? That's what they all say. Officer Johnson said. So everyone asks you to wine and dine them before you pat them down? I thought they had female officers search women in movies. Funny. We've got a whole jail full of people who claim they're innocent. He didn't sound amused. Why don't you save the wisecracks for the judge? 
Officer Johnson grabbed my left arm and brought it behind my back. I almost cried uncle until he slapped a handcuff on my wrist and grabbed the other arm. I was just trying to get you to relax. You're both a bit high-strung. Let me guess, you were in the military, right, Johnson? The short haircut and his rigid stance gave it away. You have the right to remain silent. I suggest you use it. He turned me around and pressed me back against the sentry, then shined his flashlight into the vehicle. What did you do with the weapon? You're arresting me? I gasped again. Don't you care what really happened? So you're confessing? His partner asked as he came closer and holstered his weapon. He pulled out a flashlight and began looking around on the ground. To what? I followed his incredulous gaze to the two bodies in the front of the century.